to the Soulish Podcast. My name is Whitney Apke, and I am your host. I'm so excited that you are here to listen to my new podcast series, Soulish. Here, I'll be talking all about the ish of our souls. The ish being negative thought patterns, blockages, challenges, but also the victories, aha moments, and breakthroughs we experience in our mind, emotions, and will. We'll dive deep and talk about everything in between, of course. I'm excited to share my experiences and thoughts, as well as bring on guests who can help us make the connections between our spirit, soul, and body. It's my desire to uplift, encourage, and inspire you in each podcast. Welcome, Soulish community, to another episode of the Soulish Podcast. And for those of you who are new to this podcast series, you have landed on a really good episode. Because <laughs> today we're going to be talking all about living in our divine. And this is all about masculine and feminine energy. Now, I grew up Christian. We did not talk about masculine and feminine energies. I, I knew nothing about this growing up. So I'm in no way an expert. But in recent months, I've been doing a lot of research on energy and basically stumbled upon a lot of different, you know, people's opinions or information about masculine and feminine energy. And even when I started looking into this, I thought that it actually was directly related to each gender. And I had no idea that we we all have masculine and feminine energy within us. And that actually the universe is created by both masculine and feminine energies. And that these two types of energies flow through everything that exists. I had no idea. I totally was like mind blown, but it made sense when I discovered that. And so I've had a lot of conversations with my clients, with my family, with friends in regards to masculine and feminine energy. And I have found that it's actually a great tool to see if we are living in our divine makeup and purpose, which is why I titled this podcast episode, Living in Our Divine, because I think it's living in your divine self, like how you were created, what your makeup is, what you feel is like your default setting, if you want to put it there. But it's also about if you're living in your divine default setting, then you can, with more empowerment, step into your divine purpose and calling. And that is what I like thrive on. I love that. So I really think that this is a very important conversation. So if you're new, you are on a good episode (laughs) of the Soulish Podcast. This is your divine, you know, timing. And if you followed along in this series, you can probably see how we're led to this in this series of having this conversation. And I think that in defining this, I just want to kind of lay this out there for you, that When I say he, she, masculine, feminine, I am in no way saying 
man, woman. So this has nothing to do with gender. It has everything to do with energy. And since we start off knowing that we all have both male and female energies, masculine and feminine energies, and that these two energy types flow through everything that exists, then we know that it's not in relation to gender. It's actually related to complete energy, just total energy. And so when we're defining the aspects and, you know, the differences and we're defining the masculine and feminine energy and, and exploring the differences between these, I want you to be thinking about yourself and I want you to take off the, the cap, I guess, of your gender because it really actually has nothing to do with your gender, whether you're a man or a woman. It does not matter. It, gender sexual orientation has nothing to do with masculine and feminine energies. Masculine and feminine energies do influence like sexual attraction and polarities and things like that and how we relate to each other, but it has nothing to do with your gender or their gender or sexual preference. It has nothing to do with that. But these energies do polarize. And so it's actually good if you're in, say, a homosexual relationship. This is actually a great conversation for you if you just haven't found your person and you're wondering why you, you are sexually attracted to the same sex, but yet you're having a hard time finding that chemistry, that energy synergy between you guys, you know, between either your partner right now or you're just having a hard time finding your person, this is actually a really great conversation for that because it might be related to energy and it might be related to you being out of balance or still have you know wounds that you need to heal. It might be that you just haven't found the person who is healed themselves, you know, or in balance with themselves. So that's why this is such a great conversation because it not only helps you whether you're, you know, homosexual, heterosexual, it doesn't matter, bisexual, it doesn't matter, right? Or if you're a man or a woman or transgender or it doesn't matter, you could be any person. This conversation is meant for you and it will help you in your life to understand yourself better and how you work and also how you relate with people and what maybe you are more attracted to or why, like why somebody you felt that energy and that synergy and that chemistry with that person, even if it's just a friend, you know, the friends that we attract into our life and why is that person somebody that I'm hooking up with and not in that way, but you know what I mean? Like they're somebody that I'm vibing with, they're a great friend, we have a good time, right? So it's good to have this conversation and to define this. And that's why I'm so excited of having this conversation with you guys and for us to go on this journey of exploration together, because I'm not going to talk about everything about these energies today. That would be uh, several podcasts <laughs> and I don't want to make this too long, but I want to kind of give us a base a foundation on masculine and feminine energies. So bear with me as I go through my points and the things that I've learned and researched and experienced because I really think that this is going to help us begin to understand ourselves and other people. And that's the whole point, right? Is to not only live our divine purpose, but then to partner with other people in their divine purpose and and all of that because if we we are all connected and so if we can better understand each other, then we have a greater chance of, you know, 
basically raising the vibrations and deeply connecting with each other and relating to each other in a better way. And that's always our goal, right? Is to relate and to, to share love and to share uh, that connectedness. We all crave that. And so I just kind of want to start off with the main differences between these two energies. Male energy, masculine energy is direct. It's like a straight line. It projects outward and it secures and has a giving nature. So that is the masculine uh, male energy that is healed and whole. We see how the masculine energy, when it is out of balance, can actually be very um, dominating, overbearing, um, controlling, right? Conflicting, uh, dominating where it just has to take dominion and there isn't really that giving nature. It's more of the getting nature, if you know what I mean. And this again can be male or female, like you can be a man or a woman with this energy and, and exude these qualities. Okay. The female or feminine energy is cyclic. It is like a circle. Uh, it is very flow. It is all about the flow. And whereas male energy is like the container or it's solid, it's unmoving, but yet the female energy is very flowing, moving, uh, ebbing and flowing. It's very movement oriented. And the female energy is directed inward. It's enveloping, bringing into itself. So that's why like, you know, you always want to go into that feminine energy. You want to be nurtured and it definitely, it nurtures and it has a receiving nature. So that's why the male energy is giving and the female energy is receiving. So you can see how both of these work and ebb and flow where the masculine energy actually is satisfied when it is received. And the female energy is, is satisfied when it is deposited into, when something is given into the female energy, the female energy receives it and actually is satisfied, um, when that happens. So it's, it's definitely really cool to see how these energies relate to each other. And I really like thinking of it as the masculine energy is the container, the female energy or feminine energy is like the water or the substance within the container that is flowing along. And so I also like to give the example of like when you see ballroom dancing, I was a dancer way back in the day when I was really young, but I remember watching like shows and they would say the man is the frame and the woman is the picture within the frame. And so she's dancing and moving and doing all these things while the man is supporting her and is giving her that structure and even like lifting her up, throwing her in the air, catching her, right? And is the one who is beautifully... Um, keeping her and holding her in place while she's moving around. So if we can think of that, and again, take the gender off, but take leave the energy behind, you can see how the masculine energy would be the frame and the feminine energy would be the picture, the flowing, the beautiful part of the frame. But the frame is so needed. And if the frame isn't there, then the picture has no way of being seen. So these energies really work together in tandem with each other 
in this aspect. So when you look at yourself and you see how maybe when you go to work, your masculine energy does, you know, soar. And by default, maybe you, you are mostly feminine energy, but when it comes to making decisions or finances or anything like that, your masculine energy really has to show up to be direct, to be factual, to be straightforward. And so your emotional side isn't so much present at work. This is where we can relate to each other because we can identify who is flowing more in what energy at that moment. And so you can be the counterpart to that person, whether friend or partner, spouse, uh, someone you're dating, you can actually ebb and flow and see where they are. You can also help them say, hey, get out of your head, you know, let's have some fun. Let's, let's relax. Let's dance. You know, let's, let's uh, take the load off. The masculine energy will also provide that environment for the female energy to flow. So that's part of the beauty of it is that the masculine energy would actually invoke that feminine energy to rise up. So that's another aspect of the male energy and female energy and how they work together. They both help each other. Uh, the feminine energy says, I need structure. I need to be held. I need, I need a safe environment. And the masculine energy says, I need that flow energy because I'm too rigid and I need that partner who's going to help me flow, right? Ebb and flow. And so it's really, it's a really cool partnership, both of these energy types. And when we have them within ourselves, that's where we need to see what is our default. For me, my default is feminine. I am predominantly feminine energy, but I do know when I step into more of a masculine energy, and that typically is with work. And even sometimes when I'm coaching, I have to be less emotional and I have to be more straightforward and direct and, and secure, you know, and safe. I have to bring that environment and, and I have to give of myself to help someone walk through what they need to walk through. So a lot of times I'm stepping into that masculine energy that I have within myself and that kind of rises up within me. But the moment that that coaching session is done, I go right back into my feminine energy and that flows and my masculine comes down by default. But there are times where we ebb and flow, you know, and that is okay. That doesn't mean that you're out of balance. And I think none of us purposefully show up inauthentically, whether it's work or home or with friends or with family. We all are trying to be our most authentic self, but... We do have to flow in different energies depending on our environment sometimes or who we're with. And so that doesn't necessarily mean that that's your default. It just means that that's what's being called for in that moment. And we kind of naturally rise to that occasion. Hey, it's me. I just wanted to let you guys know that I am a certified life coach and I have been coaching and mentoring people for over a decade now. I specialize with issues of the soul, no surprise there, and can help you realign with your values and purpose, break free from emotional blockages and negative thought patterns, and you will feel motivated and encouraged to take the necessary steps to living a fulfilling life. My clients are people just like you who want to have connected and positive relationships with their friends, family, and significant others, break free from addictions and bad habits, heal emotional issues and trauma, and experience spiritual breakthrough and energetic healing. Because as we go through life, we encounter challenges and hardships, 
and sometimes we need someone to help us keep going or to make adjustments that enable us to overcome and grow and most of all, enjoy our life. My sessions are designed so that you are completely free to address whatever you feel is most important. If you are interested in meeting with me one-on-one, then go to WhitneyApke.com forward slash coaching and sign up. Your first session is on me. So let's dive a bit deeper into the feminine and masculine energies. I'd like to talk about these energies as the divine feminine and the divine masculine. Receiving versus creating, being versus doing, and allowing versus acting. Let's dive into the divine feminine energy so we can get kind of a better understanding of that. The divine feminine is the energy of beingness, powerful, loving, and caring. The divine feminine allows us to have trust, have faith, and is patiently observing by leaning back. So it's not that this energy isn't dominating. It is, but it's, it's the approach from which this divine feminine basically moves and ebbs and flows from. The divine feminine is the one that finds her path from the inside out through love and feels freedom from within. The woman or man that embodies this energy is magnetic and able to attract everything knowing that it's the energy of co-creation and manifestation. The divine feminine is the essence of innocence and purity, love and divine knowing, the energy of intuition and faith allowing the universe to support her, the feminine energy, on the soul path simply because of being, which is huge. Beingness is like what basically defines the feminine energy. There is no energy of desperation, neediness, or lack. Those traits only relate to what is called as the wounded feminine. So that's how you know that you're out of balance. If your default energy is feminine energy, which mine is, and you ever feel that urge or sensation of desperation, neediness, or lack, you know that there is something that needs to be healed. There's something that needs to be addressed within yourself because your natural state, your energy's natural balance is out of balance. You're coming from this place of lack, neediness, desperation. By being in this energy of relaxation, trusting, allowing, giving, and receiving. We've made room for rest, recovery, rejuvenation, receptivity, and love to manifest in our lives. So that is the biggest point. That's how you know if you are predominantly feminine energy, and that is the essence of who you are, of your beingness is relaxation, trust, allowing, giving, and receiving, and you've made room for recovery and rejuvenation, receptivity, and love to manifest in your life, then you know that you are living balanced as far as your feminine energy. And you know that there isn't anything that is lingering that needs to be healed. And a lot of times we are living our life and we're just going about our day. And that is that is how we feel most of the time. And then something can happen that triggers us to feel desperate, needy, or we lack something. And if that's the case, then that's actually a moment for you to, to address that 
and to bring back that balance of relaxation, trust, allowing, giving, receiving, and so on. And so actually your feminine energy is perfect for allowing that, that space, that safe place for you to heal maybe those wounds that are being triggered by someone or something that has happened. So it doesn't necessarily mean like, ah, my energy is out of balance because now I feel afraid or now I feel needy or like you're in a relationship, right? And your partner says something that gets you to feel insecure and like you're not enough and you're unworthy. Well, that's just a moment for you to look deeper and say, why did that trigger that in me? You know, what, what was it that was said that got, got me to feel that way when by default I don't. So it's good. It's a moment of uncovering in that sense of you realize something that maybe needs to be healed and maybe it's eked out in ways that you didn't really realize you weren't aware of but you generally feel balanced and you live in that place of peace and relaxation and trust. So it's just good to have those moments where you're triggered because then it helps you to go even deeper. Relationships are really the biggest catalyst for us in our lives because they really bring things that are deep to the surface. And so it's always good to just have that moment, but don't get down on yourself if you have a triggering moment and thinking, well, I must not be as healed or as balanced as I thought I was. Not necessarily. It just means that something triggered you and triggered something that is deep that you don't necessarily consciously know or recognize or acknowledge on a day-to-day basis. In the feminine energy, by doing nothing, you do so much more. And this is the main principle of the feminine energy. It really is not so much action as it is sitting back and allowing things to come in. It's the ultimate manifesting kind of energy because it puts out those vibes And it just knows that those energies, those vibes are coming back to itself. So it is very faith-based, but it's not necessarily action, you know. It is very much relaxed and knowing that all good things are coming. So I think that's one definition of the feminine energy is that if you have a fear of the future... That is definitely something that needs to be healed. That's, that's screaming out from your feminine energy that it needs to be healed because by default, your feminine energy doesn't fear the future. It actually is complete trust knowing that the future is going to be great and that all good things are coming to you. So that's definitely one area for you to heal from. And the masculine fear is the fear of rejection, that if I take action and I step forward, I move forward, then I'm not going to be received. I'm not going to be accepted. I'm not going to be welcome. So these energies really do fit each other in the sense of they meet each other's needs. So your needs should be met within yourself as far as giving and receiving. That flow should be happening within you all the time. Let's talk about the divine masculine. The divine masculine is the energy of action, open and loving, focused on faith-based action. In this energy, you listen to the divine feminine knowing, receive her divine intuitive downloads, and then you find yourself acting upon them with faith. So that means faith, not necessarily in the confines of religion, but faith knowing that it's going to happen, knowing that it's going to work out, knowing that this is the right way to go or the right path the right way to walk, the right direction. So 
that's how the masculine and feminine really work together because the feminine is super intuitive and gets downloads and can feel things and is really in that ebb and flow and very, very well and deeply connected. The masculine energy actually is pretty much dependent on that, on the feminine energy to get those downloads. And again, both of these energies are present in each one of us. So we all have that deep intuitive connectedness and we all have that faith-based action moving forward getting a directive and taking action steps towards it. We all have that within us, but maybe some are more on the divine masculine side of the energy spectrum and some may be more on the feminine energy side of the spectrum. The masculine energy acts out of a knowing that all is well and always will be and that you are always held and supported by something bigger than yourself, a force so magnificent it cannot be conceived with our human minds. This is the energy that unites the world in love and peace and personal authority, allowing all beings and all things to have a seat at the round table of oneness. This energy, the masculine energy, is so big on everyone having a place, everyone having a seat, everyone being included. And that's a big thing of the masculine energy is inclusion and everybody being a part of something big and awesome. And I think that's maybe my favorite part about the masculine energy that I definitely see within myself. Like with people that get bullied uh, in school, I was big on making sure that they felt loved and accepted and heard. And so that's definitely a part of, you know, the masculine energy of making it happen and actually taking action steps so that people feel accepted and wanted and feel that oneness, that connectedness. When the masculine energy acts out in conflict and control, fear has taken the reins and that is what we identify as the wounded masculine. The wounded side comes from an energy of proving, struggling, achieving to prove worthiness, and feeling fear of not being loved, welcome, or received. So trusting yourself to know exactly what to do and when to do it, this is the main principle of the masculine energy. When both energies are wounded or out of balance, they create the codependency of a frustrated and violent wounded masculine with a clingy and powerless wounded feminine. The feminine energy is by doing nothing, you do so much more. And that's the main principle of the feminine energy. And the main principle of the masculine energy is trusting yourself to know exactly what to do and when to do it. There's that polarization within these energies that one is more of doing nothing is doing so much more. And the other energy is doing something and knowing when to do it. That's the main principle of that energy. It's so cool to see how they perfectly intersect with each other. So let's talk about how we balance both of these energies within ourselves. Because since we are made up of both, but we're maybe predominantly one or the other, how do we know when we're out of balance? How do we, how do we even know which energy we are more of? And I feel like hopefully as we explained the divine feminine versus the divine masculine, hopefully you identified more with one than the other. If we're ever unhealed or we're ever wounded, broken, uh, not in a good place in life, that's when these energies can get out of whack. You know, it's the same thing of you're, you're really struggling emotionally, mentally, uh, spiritually, and even physically. And that can be 
um, part of what you're feeling is that energy being out of balance. So that's why it's good to kind of know where you are. And if you're in a good place in your life, it would be a good time to take, you know, a quiz or something like that to see. You can also look at your sun sign, moon sign and and see, you know, just get a bigger picture of who you are and, um, you know, all the elements that make up you if you're into that kind of thing. It's actually really cool and fun to explore and see the bigger picture of your makeup and yourself and to just better understand yourself because then when you better understand yourself, you can better understand others and be more connected and share that with others. This is who I am by default, not just when you're on a date, but even in friendships or with your family. Like these are things that I've noticed about myself that make me up. This, These are the things that I value. These are the things that actually hurt my, hurt my feelings, you know, or make me feel a certain way. And you can better communicate and communicate from a place of feeling empowered because you better understand yourself and why you feel the way you feel or why you think the thoughts that you think when someone says something or something happens that triggers certain things. You can kind of come from more of a place of fully understanding yourself, which is always a great feeling when you know you, you know, and you get you and you've accepted who you are and you love who you are. That's when the conversations are definitely better and someone can connect with you easier and and better understand you and why something either rubs you the wrong way or what what sings to you what are the things that just make you the happiest person on the planet and that for sure definitely benefits anyone that you're in a partnership or dating for sure they benefit from that because then they understand your love languages you know um what makes you really happy, what what really pisses you off. And so it's a great thing to understand. So let's talk about how we balance both of these energies within ourselves. I think first you want to acknowledge when you feel that you are thinking or feeling from a mindset of fear, lack, or unworthiness. Whether you're more masculine energy or more feminine energy, it doesn't matter. Anytime that you're thinking or feeling from a a place of fear, lack, or unworthiness, you are out of balance because that is either ego stepping in to try to protect you from things that are happening or what people are saying, which is fine. Thank you, ego. But you don't want to live and act out of your ego. You want to act out of a place of feeling uh, confident, be acting and speaking from a place of abundance. You want to know that you are worthy and valuable, that, you know, all good things come to you, that life doesn't happen to you and that you're worthy of everything and that people have to work for what you have to offer, you know, that they have to earn it. Um, and I think that's a great empowered place to live. So anytime that you see yourself slipping into a place of fear or lack or unworthiness, that's always a great time to check yourself and go, huh, okay, why is that? Where is that? And my second point is when you do that, go to the source of the fear, lack or unworthiness and ask yourself, where is this anchored in my soul? Where does this have a core belief attached? What, what experience happened or what, what was said to me at, an, at a young age that caused me to really believe that I would never have anything good or that nothing would ever last, right? It could even be that. Or to fear the future or fear rejection because 
I was rejected or things didn't work out the way that I planned originally in my life. So it's good to go to the source of whatever the fear, lack, or unworthiness is and to find where it's anchored in your soul and to address it. And by addressing it, my third point is, is that you accept that you let go and trust and forgive. And this is how you truly heal. So once you find that source, whatever the core belief is, whatever is anchored in your soul that is attached to that fear, lack, or unworthiness, then you accept it. Hey, this happened to me, right? This happened. This situation happened in my life. This was said to me, you know, I was mistreated or uh, my parents, you know, Uh, caused this trauma in my life or school teacher did or students did, you know, my friends or things like that. You go to whatever that is and you accept it and say, this happened. There isn't anything that I could have done that would have prevented this from happening. It was outside of my control, but I'm going to choose to let go and to trust that life happens still for me and I'm going to turn that painful situation, circumstance, those painful words into a lesson. I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to learn that they were acting completely out of themselves. It had nothing to do with me. Ultimately, it's a complete reflection on them, not on me. I am worthy of better. I'm worthy of being treated more kindly or I'm worthy of good things and just because it didn't work out doesn't mean I'm not worthy of it, right? So that's you kind of letting go of whatever that belief was that was formed in that moment when that happened to you and you just trust. You trust yourself. You trust who you are. You trust God, the universe. You trust. You know that I am worthy. I, I will have abundance in my life. Just because that happened doesn't mean it has to define me for the rest of my life. That one moment doesn't have to define my future, and I choose to not let it, right? So that's letting go and trusting. And then forgiveness. Forgiveness is huge. I champion every one of my clients to forgive, whether that's forgiving themselves, forgiving other people, forgiving God, forgiving the universe, whatever it is that they need to forgive, I champion them like crazy to forgive. And forgiveness, there is an element in forgiveness that is accepting, letting go, and trusting. But it's more so of where your energy is going to. When you have unforgiveness, you are holding something against somebody else, right? There's resentment there, there's anger there, there's, you know, even the feelings of like injustice, like this was wrong and this happened to me and, and you put that energy outward, right? It's not coming inward to you. And so all this effort is coming from you and to that person or that situation, that circumstance, there's a whole lot of energy coming out of you basically. And forgiveness is saying is part of that letting go and trusting and saying, you know what, wasn't something that I wanted said to me, done to me, all of that, right? But I'm choosing to let go and to forgive that person or that situation, those people, right? Could be anything. I'm choosing to forgive and that is by default letting go and taking back that energy and keeping that energy for yourself to heal. 
So you're saying, I know that justice, like if you believe in karma or you believe like in the principle of sowing and reaping, they're going to get theirs and you're going to get yours. And how you handled that situation, it's going to come back to you. How they handled that situation, it's going to come back to them, right? So you can trust the universe. You can trust God that they're going to get back to them what they've sowed, right? And so are you, but you're choosing to not have to feel like you have to control it right? And that you have to hold that against them until they recognize it. You're going to hold that against them. People are people. Everyone's on their journey, right? And so we have to accept that, that no one is perfect and everyone's going to fuck up at some point in their life, including you. So if we can understand and give people grace that they're on their journey and they are here for a reason to learn. And that was definitely a moment where hopefully they look back and they say, hey, I, I didn't handle that right man, I really fucked up. And that they, they can come back to that moment and realize where they fucked up and where they need to heal themselves. And so for you, you are responsible for you. You're responsible for your energy and how your energy flows out of you and back to you and within you. You can only control the balance that you have. So if you're unbalanced, that's on you. If you are still dealing with fear, lack, and worthiness, that's on you, nobody else. Nobody else can control you, can control your energy, can control how you feel, how you think, the actions that you take, the words you speak. Nobody can control that but you. So this is how you truly heal. You accept, you let go, you trust, and you forgive. So the ultimate purpose of understanding these energies is to achieve that balance within ourselves, our relationships, and those around us, and to live in our divine, our divine balance, our divine energies, and our divine purpose. And so I hope that this breakdown helps you better understand yourself, helps you to acknowledge where you may have imbalances and so that you can address them and correct them and come back into a place of authenticity in all areas of your life. That is my goal and hope for you and for myself because I am constantly finding where I am out of balance and maybe it's something that has happened in my past or something that I'm afraid will happen again in my life and I just have to sit back into my default energy which is feminine And I have to relax and sit back and rejuvenate and know that all things are coming to me and that I can, I can actually relax and I can visualize and I can set my intentions every single day and I can pray and I can bring out all this really positive, trusting, uh, faith energy that I can connect with my intuition. I can connect with the divine source energy and hook up with that and, and get to have downloads, you know, that, that, show me what my life is going to be like, or show me uh, all the many possibilities, right? The unlimited potential that is within me, the pure potentiality, which is inside of me. And so I can connect with that and sit back and relax and know that it's coming to me because I'm putting it out there. And I am making space energetically for all these things to come and, and to happen in my life. And if I do that, I know it's going to happen. 
And if you're more on the divine masculine side, you know that you are going to either connect with your divine feminine energy to get those downloads as well. But instead of relaxing and taking not a back seat, because that's kind of a bad terminology for that, but instead of sitting back and relaxing and allowing it to come to you, your default is to take action steps and make things happen, make space for things in in action, in faith, knowing that everything is coming to you, not because you don't think it's coming to you, that you have to take steps out, you know, and make it happen. It's that you know it's going to happen. You're just taking steps forward and you're you're becoming that container for whatever it is you're about to receive in your life. So if that makes sense to you, I hope it makes sense to you and it helps you to better understand who you are, how you function. I'm definitely going to do more podcasts Um, more episodes on the masculine and feminine energy and really dive deeper into these two energies and how they relate to each other on all the levels, you know, whether it's sexual uh, chemistry with people or attraction versus how it is at work and how do you know what your boss is operating more out of. And so that, that way you can be a match and a polarization uh, with your with your boss or your coworkers or maybe even your family and understanding them better. So there are so many topics, relationship topics, all sorts of topics when it comes to divine masculine and divine feminine energies. And so I cannot wait to bring on guests that are also real experts and fully understand these energies and can do like a Q&A or something like that. I would love to do a live workshop on this one day soon and really uh, give you guys a time to do a live Q&A with someone who is really an expert. We'll see, you know, what happens, but I definitely have my feelers out there and I'm definitely putting out like little love touches to the people that I know that are real experts in this field because I definitely want to bring that to you guys uh, into this community. It's so important for us to have this conversation and to better understand ourselves and each other so, so that we can connect. So I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode and more to come on this topic. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Soulish is not only a podcast, but a community where we can relate to each other and support each other in our soul journeys. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at I Am Soulish. See you next week.